Welcome to Act 4, your go-to post-movie podcast. It's a podcast about movies. My name is Peyton. We got Connor over here. Hey, how you doing? And we got Joe in the corner. What's up, everybody? Today, we're talking about Chicken Little. Mm. Chicken Little was the first fully 3D animated feature film by Disney Animation Studios, by, by their animation. So, the studio that turned out classics like Frozen, Wreck-It Ralph, Zootopia, Moana, Tangled, you know, mm. that studio... Yeah. Their first fully 3D film was Chicken Little. Yeah. This movie came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was five years old when this movie came yep. out, and I remember seeing it as a kid. And I, I watched it a lot as a kid. I know Joe watched it a lot as a kid. Uh, it wasn't received well at the time. It has a 37% critic score on Rotten Tomato and a 47% audience rating. On Rotten Tomato, which is actually the lowest audience rating of any movie that we have done up to this point. But I don't think it's the worst movie that we reviewed up to this point. And that's one thing we'll kind of talk about today. Correct. We've I agree with you on yeah. that. Uh, I don't think it's the worst. Don't think it's the best. But that's kind of that's kind of what we get to talk about today. Um, yeah. Should should we discuss the plot first for people who haven't seen it? Also. Spoilers for Chicken Little. Yeah. If you care at all. I don't know why you would. But if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney+. Plus. It's like literally an hour and 20 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Should uh, be longer. Should be longer. <laughs> I want more. I want less, but it's okay. I want more. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> let's, Ooh, all right. Okay. So the plot. All right. So let's let's talk about the plot so people so the people know and can be refreshed about it. Yeah. Um, so... This movie starts off. You could say it starts off in like three different ways. You have the yes, once upon a time. Pick, they can't like, pick a way to start it. <laughs> I thought that was really funny that they like try to do different different ways to try to start it. So you have the one where is a buck cluck is the narrator. Yep. The, so the, yeah, the dad of Chicken Little is narrating us once upon a time, and he goes, Nah, 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 that ain't it. Like let's <laughs> let's find something else, <laughs> and it goes into the Lion King intro. The- ah, <laughs> and he and he shuts that down and he goes that sounds familiar doesn't it and then then he finally or the no. second time yeah, yeah there's then- one more uh, he goes into the storybook scene not the book yeah not the book not the book <laughs> we, we don't He's- do the book the, the way like shrek opened up and like yeah. all the classic like classic disney movies did with the book yeah i would rather i think the book ending would have worked just fine yeah, but, it would have given or us the little, book opening. But. Probably would have given us a little bit more backstory. That's big thing about this movie is we don't have enough backstory. I need to know how the mom died. Spoiler yeah. alert: mom's dead. Um, it's not a spoiler. We already gave the spoiler warning. Yeah. We're good to go. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't We're don't good. need to get that. Don't need to give that forty five minutes in. Yeah. You know but, why the so, mom's dead? Because it's Disney. Because Disney made it. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> and then it finally goes into this. Let me just. Disney's got this thing for okay. killing moms. Sorry. Disney's got this thing for killing moms like George Lucas has this thing for cutting hands off. Like, <laughs> facts, <laughs> facts. Like George Lucas cuts hands off left and right. Disney, every movie. But what if the mom was dead? <laughs> okay, sorry. Now 10 you out of 10. 10 out every 10. movie. Everyone. Name a movie. The mom's probably dead. Bet. Okay, go. <laughs> Tangled. Uh, evil stepmom doesn't really. I mean, it's something's wrong with the mom. The mom is not dead, though. Yeah, but it's evil stepmom. Okay. You could say the nurturing mother is dead, and it's just left with the evil one. It's either evil mom, evil stepmom, or dead or mommy, or a combination of them. Or both. <laughs> um, and then it finally, it finally jumps into the stories. Like, let me just tell you about the day where it all started. Mm-hmm. And you jump into this 
Chicken Little. You get introduced to Chicken Little. He's ringing the school bell, which I I have a big problem with the spacing in this movie. I have no idea where anything is in this town. Like <laughs> they don't plan that. At they all. don't plan that at all. Um, it, it makes no sense to me. But I'm all right with that. Like that's one flaw I see in the movie. But I'm fine. So he's ringing the bell and everyone starts panicking, uh, and eventually. The water tower gets knocked down. It's going, and it just goes through the theater. Best cameo. No the best little. Why snippet. is that in this movie? I wrote that down. Why? No, why I absolutely love it. Jones. Like oh. okay, in the middle. Why not? In the middle of this movie that is completely animated in a world with all animals, and we know they live on Earth. There is this human movie of Indiana Jones for some reason that they're screening, for no other no other reason just to have a cameo. It's so dumb. It's stupid. They they just throw things in this movie just for the sake of throwing things in the Why movie. Why do you and hate it makes fun? It seem, it's not fun. It's really it's fun. It's dumb. It is so dumb. It It's pointless. There's no... They could have just as easily, and I would be 100% okay with it, just animated that exact same scene, but with a dog as Indiana Jones, and it's animated. That's an easy way to do it. This is a lazy cameo. They just put it in there because they could. I want to say that would have been a lot funnier. Thank you. It would have been a lot funnier to have the dog in the hat running away from the boulder. And then yes. it gets hit by the water tower. First off, the people in that theater, all dead. <laughs> they're all dead. 100% they're gone. <laughs> like that thing, like they had no warning. They, they get, no, they just, the, it just comes right through and crushes them all. And then it explodes out the other side of the theater. It's a, I don't even know how it does that. Like, it should just stop at the movie theater, like, when it hits the yeah. wall. But it doesn't. It just keeps going. <laughs> before before we really get into, like, the details of that, though, I want to just do a broad, like, just yeah, so people you. know. So, basically, Chicken Little rings the town bell to alert everyone that the sky is falling. And he goes to show them where the piece of the sky fell. It was shaped like a stop sign. And no one can see it. And his dad says, oh, look, it must have been an acorn. So, we automatically get, like, his dad only cares about himself and he's doesn't care if it like hurts his son right there at the beginning he's like oh it's just an acorn my son's so stupid sorry everybody that he caused all this damage and murdered all these people um <laughs> and then chicken little is a year later uh hollywood is bullying this kid because they're making a movie about it and then uh, everyone in the town is so mean to him the meanest people ever like, the bus driver doesn't let him ride on the bus, so they're segregating against Chicken Little. Um, and he loses his pants at one point. The gum's out to get him. The, the gum, the gum gets really do be out. <laughs> I just love the little line where it was like, it's my greatest nemesis. <laughs> it's like, this has happened not even just twice. Enough that it's Multiple a times. But he goes to school. He's bu- Basically, the big gist is at school he's bullied. Um, no one in school likes him. Teachers don't like him. Principals don't like him. Students don't like him except for his few friends, which are the weird outcasts, you know, the losers club. Um, he's such a fire supporting cast really is just a chicken, great group of characters. Chicken little. <laughs> um, he, all he wants is for his dad to love him. He thinks that joining the baseball team will help that. So he joins the baseball team. Uh, he has one job. He has to not swing at the ball. Um, and they'll be fine, and they'll probably win. He swings anyways, gets two strikes, and he actually hits the third one, uh, wins the game, becomes like the town savior for a little bit. Everybody loves him, and then he gets hit by a piece of the sky again, 
finds out it's alien technology. That alien technology takes away one of his friends. Uh, that friend gets taken up into a spaceship. They chase him. They go into the spaceship. They run into aliens. They run away from the aliens. Ring the town bell again. Uh, to show everyone that aliens. Obviously nobody sees aliens. Now everyone thinks he's crazy again. Uh, even though three other people corroborated his story. Doesn't matter. Uh, now Chicken Little's crazy. Um, and then he finds the aliens left their kid behind because the movie needed to keep going on. And then he has to return the child alien to the parent aliens before they destroy Earth. And they start vaporizing people. And him and his dad team up, deliver the child to the aliens. And they save the day. Everyone gets put back. Foxy Loxy has completely changed personalities. And for some reason, they're okay with that. And they don't put her back because they're creepy. And then they end it with a big Hollywood version movie where Chicken Little's not Chicken Little. He's very big and buff. And his name is Ace after his dad's nickname. And they basically reshow the movie Hollywood style. And then they end it all with a grand DreamWorks style dance number in the credits. And that's the movie. And if you're confused, so is everyone else. Because it's a confusing mix of three different plots into one. I don't know about you. That sounds great to me. <laughs> I don't know how you can say that when you literally a couple weeks ago, you were we were doing Shark Tale and you were so against Shark Tale. This movie is so Shark Tale. This is if Disney made a Shark Tale, this is it. But the jokes <laughs> land. The music's fire. And, and the character doesn't look bad. And the characters aren't hateable. No, uh, excuse me. Every character besides the main few characters, trash, completely hateable. That's the whole point. Is that they're hateable? Yes, that's but the, the main. Point. But the main <laughs> characters aren't trash, and that's yeah. the point. Like Shark Tale, everybody is trash except for Luca, Crazy Joe, and Headphone Guy, and Sykes, and Sykes. But like for yeah. the most part, okay, so that's trash. four. That's four likable characters, and yes. in this one you got Chicken Little. Yes, whatever you got. Okay, I really don't like Abby. No, I Runt. No, no you Abby's got Runt. Funny. You got Runt and Fish Out of Water. And They're got, both yeah. good. Hey, and Porcupine, Porcupine. Okay, he has like one line the whole time. He's like, headphone Whoa. guy literally doesn't talk. I know. That's why I wouldn't <laughs> consider headphone guy. I wouldn't really count him either. He's the Porcupine of this movie. Yeah, but Kirby's great. I want more Kirby. Yeah, you only get them for 30 minutes because they decided at the very that's, end they were shoehorning in this plot. That's why this movie needs to be an hour longer. It's my one problem with this movie is that I want you more want, movie. You want, But the problem with having more movie is they would somehow find a way to fit more than three plots into this movie. The problem nah. with this movie for me is it has a lack of focus. And that's it. If they chose two of the three plot points and ran with them, I think it would work perfectly fine the problem is i feel like there's too much happening and it just gets convoluted and bogged down i'm gonna it, say it's that the same thing as cars 2 where they had too much happening i'm gonna say this movie does have focus and it's on the relationship between parents and their kids but it's just represented through two different sets of parents and kids and there's no need for that if you have so the overarching thing that we can agree is 
relationship between father and son. That's that's the thing is Chicken Little reconnecting with his father after his mom died. If that is the main thing that they want to talk about, right? They need to decide if they're going to do it through baseball or if they're going to do it through aliens. If they pick one of those, I think the movie becomes so much stronger. The original, so the original concept for the movie, because originally this movie was supposed to be a 2D animated film. Originally, Chicken Little was a girl. She goes off to summer camp and she learned and she reconnects with her dad coming back from summer camp, learning a lot at summer camp. And she's dealing with the Foxy Loxy of that movie is like the main antagonist and like a bully. That movie has more focus on like one essential plot line, right? This movie has a lot happening. I think the only reason the aliens are in this movie is because they try to somewhat stick to the source material, but not well. They wanted to find a way to throw in the sky is falling stuff because the original story of Chicken Little, if you don't know it, is like it's this coop of chickens and this fox is wanting who, who Foxy Locky is based after this fox is wanting to eat all the chickens. So the fox goes to the weakest and dumbest of all the chickens, which is Chicken Little, and paints a piece of wood and drops on him, makes him convinces him that the sky is falling and Chicken Little then convinces the whole town that the sky is falling and everyone runs out of the coop and into the fox's cave for safety from the falling sky and the fox eats them all and they all die. That's the story of Chicken Little. And they adapted that into a movie about father and son relationships, aliens, and baseball. Right? So, if you're gonna make a Chicken Little movie... I mean, you're saying all this like I, you think you're gonna make me have a problem with it, but I, know, I don't. But I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, you need. I think Foxy Loxy should be the main antagonist. That sticks you to the source material. You have her established as someone who's a hateable character and a bad guy. There's not a real antagonist to the movie until the end when they're just like aliens. You know. True. True. But I think. So yeah, you 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 bring up the the two plot thing and like how it would have been a stronger movie. I think it is. It's it's a complex. It's a movie. You know, you have the baseball there because it's just it's just false. It's false closure, like they talk about. Yeah. And then what what it really is is him actually trusting in Chicken Little. That that's that's the story. I think baseball is the way that it shows that mending a relationship with your parents, you can't do something for them. You need to do something with them. And once they actually talk to each other, like, like Abby says the, the entire movie. Why has it got to be save the world? I'm saying, I think that's a good plot, but why does it have to be save the world? Because just, the, so overstepping and dumb. Because that's the movie's trying to be entertaining. There's ways to be entertaining without putting aliens in it. But the aliens are cool though, so. I'm saying, this is a Disney movie. That fe- My biggest problem with this movie, I can l- overlook a lot of the stupid stuff. Because, yes, at the end of the day, it is entertaining. Like, I didn't hate myself watching this movie like I did with Shark Tale. I would probably watch this movie again. My problem with this movie is this, to me, feels like a movie trying too hard to be a DreamWorks movie. It's a Disney movie that wants to be DreamWorks so bad. And it makes sense when you understand the time period. When this movie came out, DreamWorks was on fire. DreamWorks had Shrek. DreamWorks had Shrek 2. DreamWorks had Shark Tale, which we don't like, but at the time made a lot of money. And people liked it. And Disney wants money. Madagascar. Like, all these movies that are 
a little edgier in comedy than Disney that are a little bit meaner in some areas, like showing like a dark side of like some stuff. Like they're, they're just off brand, right? They're not, that's the whole point is that they're not Disney and they employ like dance numbers at the end and they use like these pop culture soundtracks. And that's what this movie tries really hard to be. And that's my problem is I just wish it was more Disney because it is a Disney movie and it's like trying to be DreamWorks so bad. And yes, the soundtrack is good, but I would, I, I, it feels like they're, they're just trying so hard to be DreamWorks, you know? And I think speaking of the soundtrack, there's one line from the first song, the one little slip, there's a line. It was a fusion of confusion with a few confounding things. That to me describes this movie so well. It's just a fusion of confusion. It's just a bunch of stuff strewn together and it's Disney trying to like, trying to make something trendy and trying to make something that makes money. And this movie did make money because it was very in line with the stuff that DreamWorks was cranking out at the time. Luckily, Disney learned that they don't have to do that and they can make their own movies. Hence, now we have Tangled and Frozen and Moana and Zootopia and Big Hero 6, which uh, was not that good, but they still did it. Like, you know, these movies that are very Disney and very unique and very good, we get to thank Chicken Little for showing Disney that, hey, you don't have to be like DreamWorks. That's all I got to say. Okay. Okay. I say we just jump into the movie, start going over these uh, these different things that happen into it. So, like I was saying, the theater, everybody just, mm-hmm. everybody dies. <laughs> Everyone is dead. They get absolutely destroyed. And uh, it doesn't really she make gone. sense. It doesn't make sense, right? It should, it should bounce off the wall and it should be good to go. Like, it doesn't need to tear through the wall like a wrecking ball. And then we talked about in Shark Tale how fast Oscar like goes up in fame. My man, my man Chicken Little got a lot of fame. <laughs> it's a year after. A year after that happened. And he's getting a movie, my dude. At least they make it to where he doesn't have a movie already made two weeks after he rises to fame. Yeah, it says and soon. the timeline actually kind of makes sense. That the movie's not just out already. Yeah. I like how they have yeah, plates says, and spoons yeah, and all this soon. all this other thing. At least Disney has somewhat competent writing. <laughs> yeah, I love how they they've got commemorative plates. <laughs> that whole that they're, whole not, they're not microwave. They, they have commemorative good. plates and it's as they're driving by and there's the bull that the owns the China shop. shop yes, which is so funny. It's it's a great little I saw that and put that yeah. in my notes. One as of well. my favorite things from the opening scene is when all the news reporters rush up to him and they just start hitting him with microphones. Yeah, and they're just like batting him around. because yep. <laughs> he's just like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I have. Why is his dad dropping him off at the bus station? That's yes. what I had that in I my notes that, like, too. Literally, you could avoid majority of this kid getting bullied if you just drove him the extra four blocks to take him to school. Yeah, I put. <laughs> I put that in my notes, but I was like, I ain't that mad about it, though, because him getting his pants stuck in the gum and then having to make paper pants and jetpack himself up into school. I was like, it's worth it for me. I was like, it's a plot hole, but I like it. <laughs> Why? So he, he calls the gum his arch nemesis. Why doesn't he have extra pants in his locker? <laughs> like, whenever... Like, it, it makes sense. He should be prepared. If, yeah. if it happens enough times to where it could be, like, his nemesis... He should have extra pants. This all 
None of the kids have backpacks either. Or just ask your dad. After a while, he's over it. Just be like, hey, dad, would you be nice enough to drive me these couple extra blocks just for me to go to school? You know? All yeah. they had to do was also just not include the nemesis line and just be like, yeah, this crazy thing happened to me. Like, I lost my pants. But, you know, I overcame it. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure, whatever. One-time thing. Sure, you know. Yeah. But also, oh, yeah, that, that was kind of dumb. Also, people give him the top locker. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> this he, town. And then, lo- and then he gets locked in the yeah, locker. I was this just town like, continually, oh no. This town continually is just the meanest place on earth to this really kid. It really is. They <laughs> bully this little, this 12-year-old kid who has the voice of a 30-year-old man by Zach Braff. Yes. Um, they are so mean to this kid. They, they're like making, they're selling all this merchandise, hating like this kid. So his face is everywhere. But like as a sign of ridicule, mm-hmm. the bus driver sees him and just drives. He's like, nah, you're not going to school. <laughs> and then the gym teacher is like, popular versus unpopular. Like <laughs> I started I was dying so laughing funny. at that. It's and then run and, and then runs so just like runs just like, like coach. coach and he's just like, yes, yeah, unpopular. The <laughs> They're just every adult in this town is so mean. But that's not the main point. Like if that was the point about, you know, like overcoming the odds and like the situation, like all this stuff. Like if that was the main focus, okay. Making this whole town unreasonably mad would be okay. But like, they're just mean to be mean. Like there's no other point. And that doesn't feel Disney to me. Just having like this whole town be like mean for no other reason. Mm -hmm. That feels DreamWorks to me, but okay. But in the school scene, when, when he's taking the role, you get the absolute legend of porcupine, porcupine. <laughs> porcupine, porcupine. Yo. yo. <laughs> He's got this deep, just, yo, how you doing? Yeah. Also, that, the, what's his name? Is it Mr. Woolsworth or yes, something? Yes, Mr. Woolsworth. Yeah. He's voiced by Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes. Which is the, yeah. the one big name they got in this movie. Like, at least DreamWorks, they're like... Hey, look at this cast. We made this not amazing movie, but we've got all these great voice talent. And then Chicken Little's like, Zach Braff. Hey, wait a minute. No, <laughs> don't be hating on Zach Braff. Put some respect to Scrubs, on my man's bro. name. Scrubs is an amazing show. Okay. That also, is, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, though, is when they're learning mutton. Yeah, mutton yes. class. Bah. It's, it's so, so funny, bah. though. It's He's just so funny. Saying, can't saying even sounds and everything. They're just, bah, every time. And then one of my favorite lines from the PE scene is when Chicken Little finally shows up, and then Abby's like, and he, and they're talking about how they're making the movie, and Abby just goes, "Oh, maybe it'll go to straight to video." <laughs> <laughs> that was my that's that's what I think the animators were secretly hoping about this movie. They slid that in there like, uh, maybe it'll just go straight to video. Maybe people won't have to watch this in theaters. So Abby or Ugly Duckling, um, <coughs> she's a softball player. Like, did you see that throw? She winds that up and just goes, and you hear you hear the warthog, which is like supposed to be, just goes and just does this screech. Yeah, it does the squeal, and it's absolutely amazing. Also, right before that, Chicken Little catches a ball that's the size of his head, mm-hmm. like probably bigger than him. The entire thing is bigger than him, and he just like pauses how's this, it. How's this kid like suck at baseball so much? But he's so good at dodgeball, and I feel like dodgeball for him being smaller than the ball should be objectively more difficult. Right? Did you not see him hit that home run later in the movie? Chicken Little is a baseball god. He didn't hit a home run. <laughs> he it was an in park home run. 
Same difference. Yeah. Same difference. No difference. Baseball no. legend. Okay, can we talk no. about the baseball? Baseball legend. Yes. Because hold up, hold up, hold up. This kid. We wait, cannot wait, okay. skip over the best scene in this whole movie. Oh, no. I don't even know what you're going to say. Oh, Stamp collecting? The... No. Fish. King Kong King Fish Kong. is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> because Abby. This movie reminded me end. about better movies that I could be watching. And then Abby just goes, men. <laughs> and, then, and then it's dead fish in the back and Rutt's holding him. <laughs> Twas beauty that killed the beast. <laughs> and, and, and the fish just goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, facts. And then he yep. just like dies again. Fish is the best character in this movie. He is, oh, he is constantly vibing. You know why yes. he's the best character? Because he doesn't say words. Yeah, it's true. just it's just straight like physical comedy and like through his actions and stuff and they do that really well. Hollywood fish at the end says words, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. uh, absolutely great. And then Chicken Little gets chucked upon the window. Oh, they're so mean. Another instance like, of them just being Lucy the worst Goose, people. Like, what is it? Yeah, Lucy Goosey. Lucy Goosey. Literally just like is like beating Chicken Little and just chucks him onto the window. She straight up like how Hulk, like, destroys Loki at the end of Avengers. Like, <laughs> just whipping him back and forth. That's that's what this goose is exactly. doing to Chicken Little. Basically. Full-on assault. And Chicken Should Little gets in trouble for pulling the fire alarm when he was at the top of the window, and she didn't get in trouble for it. Like, it's these, so dumb. These people hate this man. <laughs> and then you know who chews out his dad? The boss from The Incredibles. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which... Or, or Princess Bride. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Inconceivable. Uh, <laughs> sidebar. That guy. <laughs> that scene from The Incredibles. <laughs> Me and my friends are back home. We quote it nonstop. So shout out to them because are we, we doing think shout that outs. We think it's hilarious. Welcome to a new section of the Act Four podcast. This is the shout out section. We're gonna shout out some people. Shout out to two people in particular. Uh, shout out to my mom. Shout out Connor's mom. Yeah. 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 She uh, she listens to it at work. And got everybody that she works with to listen to it as well. <laughs> if you right now are listening to this at what's what hospital? Parish Medical Center. At Parish Medical Center, shout out to you yeah. for listening then, out loud. We won't say anything that'll embarrass you. No, not at all. <laughs> shout out to Nathan Meeks for letting me use his Disney Plus account. So nice. I don't have to buy it. Yeah, Nathan Meeks. We if someone actually couldn't do it without account, you, they wouldn't let me use. Um, I'd greatly appreciate it. My parents canceled theirs, and I don't have money. So, thank you. <laughs> All right, that ends All our right. shout-out segment. Yeah. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Woo! Maybe I'll throw some music under that segment. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's talk about baseball. Yeah, let's talk about baseball. Okay, Chicken Little. Okay, I just want to say, Chicken Little is so selfish. He should not swing. Yes, this, correct. This, this scene, I didn't really care too much about it as a kid. I was just like, oh, yeah, you got a home run. Now that, like, I know baseball and, like, after watching this movie as a kid, like, I played baseball some whenever I was younger, he for sure should not swing. His strike zone is literally, like, two inches. The guy cannot hit it. He goes way over his head. If Chicken Little doesn't swing, he gets on base, and he'll still probably score. Foxy locks to win the game. We know she's the best player. Like, I get mm-hmm. that she's, like, the antagonist to him, but if he cares at all about people liking him, he shouldn't swing. Facts. Oh, it made me so But mad. he does. And we get one of the best lines because of he, him swinging. One of my favorite lines is the in the entire movie is they're doing the old tip the cow. <laughs> yeah. just get the cow. Like that's a classic maneuver that's been done before. Exactly. <laughs> At the end when he slides home, 
<laughs> the announcer goes, hold your horses and horses hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he swings. Anyway, he swings, makes contact, and it's going. And the little, All the outfielders are doing their yeah. own thing. They're not paying attention. Not paying they're attention like, easy out. Is what easy thinking. out. Which, first of all, should not be an easy out. Why do they think this kid's an easy out? Because... He's got a stupid small strike he zone. He has a stupid, like, this This guy... The strike zone's smaller than the ball. It really is. <laughs> they literally can't hit it. <laughs> exactly. So when he, yell, when he yells, yells, easy out, I never understood that. Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Any, any deviation, unless that perfect throw, it, that's a ball. That's, that's what it is. But... Anyway, besides the point. Oh, and this is like middle school baseball also. Is it's this like 12. I'm pretty sure they're like middle school. I baseball. definitely thought they were in high school. No, nah, he's for sure like 12 years old. You want to look that up, Joe? You're, you're yeah. a research guy. You want to find out how old Chicken Little's supposed to be in this movie? Because I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> supposed to be like closer to like middle school aged. I don't think they're in high school. If they are, wow. I don't know, man. Yeah. But, but he hits it. He starts running the wrong way, which you don't even know baseball that well if you're running the wrong way. Yeah, how how is he running the wrong way? I don't I know. Don't even like because if he he has been to every game. Yes, he has been in the dugout. He yes. has been as close to the game as you can like possibly be to the game. How does he not know that you don't run to first base first? I don't know. That was just a stupid little thing that I think they threw in there just for giggles or just to pad runtime or something, and it was totally not necessary. Mm-hmm. Just have him run around the bases. Yes. So he, Lucy Goosey gets in. So the score is tied mm-hmm. at this point. Meaning if, if Chicken Little gets out at any point, like it just goes into an extra inning and you have first up next f- uh, Foxy Loxy, the powerhouse that she is. She's yes, just going to hit a walk off. She was just going to hear a walk off. She was going to like, yes, it would have gone into an extra inning because it, it, there was two outs. But, but the game wasn't on the line. The game wasn't on the line. And when he, when they call him out, the, everybody acts like the game was on the line, and they he just lost the game for them. <laughs> yeah, that dumb. Like all you gotta do, Disney, you don't understand baseball. <laughs> all you gotta do, just nine up, nine down, game. Mm-hmm. Foxy Locky's going next. Home run, walk off, and Foxy Locky's Foxy Locky's still the champion. So I don't know why she was like, "Go back, stay back. You're not gonna make it. You're not gonna make it." Because, she wants the glory. Because she, yeah, she would have gotten the glory 100%. if she if she got out. She if Chicken Little got out, she would have had the glory. If he had stayed, she would have got the glory. The only way she didn't is if he actually got there and she didn't think that he was gonna get there. So by the way, or, or she thought he was gonna get there and didn't want him to get there because she didn't want him getting the glory. True. Internet has no information on how old these people are. I'm pretty oh, okay. sure. I think he's like 12 years old. I definitely thought he was high school. I. I really don't think that he's. That I old. would say high school because the newspapers covering them. Yeah. Like that's what I would say, but I don't really know. Yeah. It's just how old. One is of my Chicken favorite Little? things about Chicken Little playing baseball, though, is that he doesn't have a glove. He has a mitten. Yes. <laughs> I think it's really funny. <laughs> wow. This. Wow. This soundtrack is. This soundtrack is pretty good. In my notes, I just have music, and then I have six fire emojis. <laughs> like because I was just I was straight vibing last night watching oh, this movie. I was having a good time. I have information on him. His name is 
Chicken Little apparently is his nickname that his parents gave him, and it stuck. His name is Ace Cluck. Yeah. He goes by Chicken Little. So his dad still calls him Chicken Little. That wasn't very nice of him. Um, We've well, already his established that his dad's not that yeah. good. Um, it There is nowhere on here that it gives him an age. In my notes, I have that Chicken Little's dad is a fair weather father. He's only with him when he's getting home mm-hmm. runs. True. That's it. Yeah. That's true. His Mighty Acorns so win. Mighty Acorns win. And then, like, Cluck earlier in the sucks. movie, it's just like, you are a disappointment to the t-shirt. family. Yes. <laughs> Buck Cluck sucks. He is the worst character in this whole movie. Just, oh, oh really, that's terrifying. Whoa. Look what? at this. Look at this. Oh, I don't like that. Ch- I don't chicken, like that at all. In a chicken little suit at Disney Parks. I don't like that at all. The, the, the thing that makes Chicken Little somewhat cute is that his head is ginormous. This is like a giant chicken body and a little chicken little head. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. I'd say the odds of me having a picture with one of those people in that costume is probably, probably pretty, pretty high. high. <laughs> when I was okay. talking to my sister about us possibly doing this on the podcast, she was just... She said, I specifically associate Chicken Little with you. That's how much I watched this movie growing up. Mm. Like, this was my movie. It was this, and it was Cars. That was it. That was my childhood. So, wow, we've, already, we've, we've, we've already checked both childhood. of them. This is it. After this, now we can now we can dive into Connor and I's childhood. Ooh. Which, one of the ones we're planning on doing coming up was, like, my whole childhood. Okay. I'm ready for it. I'm yeah. ready for it. I can't, can't name drop it right yet. Here I'm we excited. go. One of the best scenes next. After. So, you get the sky falling. Mm-hmm. The hexagon. He's hitting him, and then he calls his friends. She oh, calls his yeah. friends, and you get. The- <laughs> well, wait, can we real quick? Can we not gloss over the fact that what are the odds that this piece of sky falls through his room and hits him? What are the like? Why zero? They just zero. Really wanted the sky to hit him. Now, if he had like been walking home under the oak tree where he got hit the first time, okay, maybe. Like, okay, that makes sense. But it flying through his room to hit him, stupid. And then, the one other thing in this scene that makes me mad is his dad hears him scream. And he comes in. Chicken Little does not show him the piece of the sky that is right there. If he just shows his dad this piece that changes, like, disaster averted, your dad's on your side now. You can tell the town everything's good. Like, why hide it from your dad? You know? Because they don't have closure. Yes. <laughs> it's so dope. Yes. <laughs> this whole thing with closure. Instead, I guess I understand it Chicken now. When Little I was a kid, says, I didn't understand the whole closure thing. Who are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> who are we talking about now? <laughs> who are we talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's a nice recurring okay, joke you get right, and then, But then now you can get into your segment. You get into a fire segment of the karaoke scene <laughs> when they're singing Spice Girls Wannabe. Wanna and it's Runt. Yes. And it's Abby. And you got fish out of water vibing in the background with the glow stick, with the glow stick. Mm-hmm. just absolutely vibing. And they're singing so bad, and it, it's it's if so funny. Love, you gotta get with my, gotta get with my weekend. That's forever. Friendship never ends. Come on, Joe. I know you want to sing. I associate wannabe with chicken little as like, you should intertwine yes. because this was the first time i was exposed to this song as a kid obviously like i didn't listen to spice girls as a kid but um 
this was like when I was exposed to that song, I didn't even know it was Spice Girls. But I watched this movie so many times that like I knew this song. And now, anytime I hear it, all I can think about is Chicken Little. Do you listen to Spice Girls now? No. Okay. <laughs> I could not tell you any other Spice Girls song except for Wannabe. True. It's the only one I know. Yeah. It's the only one I need. And I only know one of the Spice Girls, and that's Melby. And I don't even know which one she was. I think she was Scary Spice, but I have no clue. I don't know any of the Spice Girls, but that's fine. Was she Scary I'm pretty sure she's Scary Spice. We don't need to look up. I know some of their names. You got Scary Spice. I know Sporty. Sporty Spice. Don't you have Baby Spice or something? See, I don't know my Spice Girls. Yeah. Which one was Melby? Scary Spice. Yeah. Yeah. She's the only one I know just from America's Got Talent. But yeah. This is the only Spice Girls song I know, and it's just from Chicken Little. Hey, it's a fire song. It really is. And they're doing it karaoke style, yeah. They're doing it karaoke style. And then (coughs) Abby turns it down. Because she gets the phone call from Chicken Little, and Runt's still just going in the background with <laughs> with fish out of water, still vibing. And they're like, "All right, we gotta go to Chicken Little's house." Like, how'd they get in there? How did Runt get in there without the dad noticing? Like, Runt's a big guy. How does Runt even fit in these like the door? Runt's the door a big frame? guy, but he's still the Runt. Okay, wait. Why are the pigs so big in this universe? Can we just talk? <laughs> they're so much bigger than the. There's like dogs. And I'm pretty sure there's bears. No, I don't think there was a bear. Wasn't there... Maybe all the dogs look like... Some of them look like bears. I don't know. There's dogs. There's... Turkeys. Turkeys. Goats. Chickens. Cranes. They're all like the bulls. same size. Bulls. There are bulls. Bulls dude. are huge. How, how is the pig... How is the runt of the litter? All of them are bigger than him. Like all of his like brothers and sisters or whatever are bigger than him. He's bigger than the bulls. Yeah. Like how? That... <laughs> just his because aren't that big yeah his mom yeah. that's what i'm saying massive it's because we need him to get stuck in the spaceship <laughs> that's true hey, that's yeah, true just for the plot like it's yeah that's true it is funny but also why are they so big like this movie doesn't for me build a convincing world and disney learned from that and made zootopia which has a very well thought out, convincing world, very well developed, and it's super good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can we? we I think if we you're looking at like a scale of world building, you have Shark Tale on the very, very bad end of the spectrum, and then Zootopia is on the very, very effective end of the spectrum. I'd put this somewhere right in the middle, maybe leaning towards the good. I would put it. I would put it leaning towards Shark Tale, just because if if you're putting Shark Tale as the bottom. This movie, we, like Connor said earlier, we don't have any sense of space in this town. We don't know how big this town is. We don't know what's in this town. We don't know how anything in this world works. All we know is that this is Earth and there's only animals, right? Like, we don't know anything. And so that's where I feel like it's ineffective. And it's so it would be so easy, I feel like, to make it effective, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. All right, it's, but it's whatever. Yeah, I, I just I don't think they do an effective job of building this world, and so I think we can thank Chicken Little for Disney realizing that, mm-hmm. and then going to like making Zootopia with a very effective, well thought out world, um, and it's like just really solid and showing what this movie could have done, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Uh, and then you got fish out of water. You have, <laughs> uh, you have fish out of water with the glow stick, and he like pressing all the buttons on the panel, 
Um, this is back into the movie. So he, he's pressing all the buttons in the panel. He presses the big button, and he gets flown up into the ship. And they follow his green his green um, glow stick all the way, all the way to the um, spaceship. Yes. And why why do they land? Why why did the aliens land? To get acorns. And to get the missing piece. But they already have the missing piece. Yeah, they get the missing piece back because yeah. Chicken Little pushes or Fish Out of Water pushes the button so it goes back. They land for acorns. That's the whole plot. Is like Do they? They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're okay. going to get acorns from the place with the best acorns in the universe. Oaky Oaks, for some reason. Hey. <laughs> um, but, okay, so now we're about to get into the uh, alien part mm-hmm. of the plot. But before we get into that, uh, we're going to throw it over to a little sponsor segment. Do that real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about aliens in So we can't really agree on if Chicken Little's good or bad. I'm of the opinion that it's not that great. Joe and Connor think it's pretty good. But you know what's not divisive? Bees Gelati. Unanimously agreed that it is so good. Bees Gelati is where you need to go if you want Italian ice, if you want ice cream, if you want to mix them together and get that get gelati. Like, this is your place to go. You got all sorts of flavors. Cookies and cream, strawberry, mango, cotton candy. You name it, they probably got it. And if they don't have it, you could probably request it. And, uh... I'm sure they do some uh, experimenting. Yeah. Got some uh, good stuff coming up. But if you want to find out where they'll be, what events they have coming up, you need to check them out on social media, on Facebook or at Instagram. Uh, they're at Bees Gelati. That's B-Z-G-E-L-A-T-I. Go to Bees Gelati uh, to find out where they'll be and to get uh, some ice cream and other good dessert stuff. I think that's what we got. Cool. Bye. So, aliens, dude. Aliens. Why? No need for aliens. No. They definitely need the aliens. No, they don't. There's no need for aliens. Okay, continue. They definitely need the the aliens. The intro to the aliens is great. Yes. Because it gives us the highest tier of runt moments. Yes. Because he can't handle it. He, he he cannot handle he it. When they're just, running after fish, he can't and then and Abby the goes truth. curb, and he has to pause and then jump up the curb and then keep running. <laughs> yes, it is. It killed me. And he tries to hilarious. jump over the fence and like just busts through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says sorry to the fence. That's one of my favorite parts. He goes. He turns back and goes sorry and runs off. <laughs> and like when they're running through the ship, trying to find a fish. And he runs through the stuff, and this like big like electricity thing goes off, and he just yells, and he goes, "I can't handle the pressure." <laughs> and then he has this like hyperventilation bag. Yeah, he's got the paper and he bag. Chokes on it. And then you it. got one of my my favorite lines from that is, "Just leave me some ammo, some water if you have it, or it's, it's some water." And some chips or snacks if you got them. <laughs> he starts and just goes, throw me overboard while you still have a chance. chance. He's yes. like crying, like, just kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he, he does find he does find fish out of water, which, which is their goal. He sees them and he's like behind this x-ray thing. And and fish fish is just, you see all the bones in him. And it's really funny because he comes back around and he, he comes back around the x-ray machine. And he's like, hey, what's up, guys? But he can't talk, so it's just blah, 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 blah. Uh, and they get him. And they wanted to introduce to their baby, the alien's baby, not not the character's baby. That'd be weird. But the alien's baby, <laughs> Kirby, bro. This I thing love is Kirby. like the size of Chicken Little, and he's just orange, and he's got three eyes, three legs, and just honestly, kind of chill. 
Yeah. Like, this is this is if I had a pet, I'd want Kirby as a pet, bro. He's just so chill. But the parents come back and see that Kirby's missing, and then see <coughs> the intruders on their ship, and they like they freak, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, they think that they stole their <laughs> yeah. kid. Yeah, but if they had just like waited a couple of seconds and turned around, they would have seen Kirby running, like just mm-hmm. trying to catch up with them. And then they get to the place. Fish gets out. Then Runt tries to jump in and gets stuck <laughs> in the spaceship. It leads to one of my favorite fish moments to when Abby's on top of Runt trying to push him down. And then Fish just grabs onto his legs, kind of just bounces around, just dun 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 dun. <laughs> Uh, and then you got Chicken Little holding the button or the door. Yeah. And then, like, and, then, and then Runt's like, tension makes me bloat. <laughs> uh, and then every time Chicken Little hits the button, and then at the one point he just goes, time out. So have y'all been to the mall? <laughs> and then he and he's just continuously now holding the button, and they're sitting there trying to press the button, and it's not opening. Uh, so good. So good. And finally, Runt gets pushed down. And just absolutely obliterates fish, bro. <laughs> so fish is fish. If you've never seen the movie, fish's design is he's anthropomorphic, but he actually like kind of looks. It's funny because he's out of water, like it doesn't look weird, like Oscar does. Um, like he has legs and and he has a fishbowl on his head or a, like a what is it? It's like a diving helmet. Yeah, I guess. it looks like one of yeah. those old timey diving helmets. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's on his head and it's completely full of water. When, when Runt comes down, all of his body goes into the helmet. So it's just the helmet, and you see, and you see a uh, fish just squished into it, and it's absolutely great. And they finally get out, and they start running to this corn, mm-hmm. just and, so they can get crop circles into this yes, movie. Just so they can get crop circles. <laughs> That's the only reason. Yes. So the school is also by a cornfield that we didn't see earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. Uh, Anyway, they get to the school, they ring the bell again, everyone's coming down, and apparently the aliens are not good with bells. But one of the best parts is how Chicken Little gets up to the bell, is he uses, let's call back to one of the earlier scenes, he uses the soda bottle as a jetpack. And another shout out, shout out to my friend Jarrett. That's what I was going to say, we need to bring him up. He told me when we were talking about this movie, he said... The scene in Chicken Little when he uses soda as a jetpack is what inspired me to be an engineer. Because he's like, I want to do that. <laughs> and I was like, I respect that. Yeah. That is, and then, that is respectable. And then when Runt goes sicko mode on the vending machine because it won't take the dollar. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I blacked out. What happened? This is like a five minute stretch of the movie. And Runt just steals all of it. Every single line, everything he does is hilarious. When they're chasing, when the aliens are chasing after him through the cornfield, he goes, curse, <laughs> curse these genetically tiny legs. <laughs> and then he just part. starts eating the corn. He's like, he I corn. eat when I get stressed. He eats it and it sounds like a chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I don't get is when the adults come and like, oh, Chicken Little is crazy again. Because he like, they, they're like trying to get to the alien. First off, they'd see the alien sheep ship above the fence, but no one does. Like they, they see the penny. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, a penny. Yeah. I love the turkey bear. It's so it's stupid. Really funny. It's really funny. <laughs> but what they could just go back to the crop circles because the crop circles have been made, right? Yeah. So they could just go back to that. Yep. 
they could see be like, who did this if it wasn't us? Like, we didn't do this. Like, this is aliens, bro. And everyone would be like, you know, you know, not everyone would believe him, but he wouldn't be like crazy. But because yeah. of Chicken Little's history, they don't even take the time to investigate because they they're really like, don't. oh, he's insane. Yes. And then. Because they're mean. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But, okay, right here is where you get one of the lines that I thought was really funny. Um, so after there's nothing there, um, Runt gets chewed out by his mom, who's <laughs> massive. Because he's like a big boy, and he's the runt of the litter. So his mom's like really, Gigantic. really tall, really big, and she's dragging him off by his ear. And he and she like threatens to take away his uh, Streisand collection, and he just goes... Mom, leave Barbara out of this. <laughs> like, that's just such a stupid little joke that they threw in. But that was probably the one time that I audibly, like, laughed out loud watching this movie. Because I thought that was really funny. It was. And that was something I never got as a kid. So I think that's why I laughed. Because I'd seen this movie enough as a kid that I guess a lot of the jokes I was already knew they were coming and was expecting them. And they're not mm-hmm. nearly as funny then. But when it's something that caught me off guard like that. I actually laughed. I thought that was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I'll give you that. That was that was something that exactly I didn't catch it as a kid, didn't get it. So like when I watched it now, I thought it was really funny. And then after that it transitions to Chicken Little's dad getting all the phone calls on yes. all of the different phones he has <laughs> yes. of and then the the computer in the back is like, You have new hate mail. You have five new hate mail. Your hate mail box is full. full. <laughs> and then he gets the last phone call and he's like, and he's like, watch you your, watch watch your language. language. And he's, he's like, why I oughta? And then at the end, he's like, like <laughs> he goes, he goes, his mom. It's, it basically goes, all right, yeah, I love you too, mom. Bye. <laughs> so it's like Chicken Little's grandma like calling to chew him out. <laughs> and, and Chicken Little's sitting on the stump. And this is when Chicken Little and Kirby get first introduced. Like, his friends come up and they're like, you need to do closure, like closure this, closure that. La-da-da-da-da. They start leaving. They start heading off. And he sees Kirby. <laughs> and he freaks out. And he calls his friends back. And he mm-hmm. he's trying to get their attention. And get, they get back and they see him. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they see him. I'm sorry about that. I had to sneeze and then I didn't. Um, but they see Kirby. And then that's when the aliens invade. So, as they find Kirby, the aliens invade. Like, it was like a boom, one, two. And the sky, like, starts cracking apart, which was, like, really nice because it's like the sky's actually falling. Off. Also, Fish just speaks Kirby's language. I wrote that down. Out of how, problem. how are they able to understand this kid? But I think it's hilarious because Fish totally would. Like, I'm so on board with it because oh, it's just Fish. My favorite part, Bruh, about, my you favorite part of this. would not be okay with that if it was in Shark Tale. Probably, but if in if in Shark Tale an alien came down in there and Oscar just un- or a side character if Angie just understood the alien you'd have so many problems with it, and you're only okay with it because you loved this movie as a kid. And I need you to take this bias out of here. We can't, but we can't understand fish any other time. And so, like, him being able to understand the alien, that's kind of funny. And then they're going through, and they're, like, trying to translate, and then Kirby just keeps going, no, that's not what I said, no, that's not what I said. And they just go, Darth Vader is Luke's father? Spoiler (laughs) alert! Start throwing it out. This movie is what spoiled that for me, because I don't think I had seen, because I watched this when I was, like, five or something, when it kind of first came out, and I hadn't, like, sat down and watched Star Wars movies, because my my dad and parents kind of wanted me to be a little bit older, I think. 
which like I guess like eight or whatever before I first watched it. But I already knew Darth Vader was Luke's father, so I never got that reveal. Makes me mad. <laughs> See, I never maybe that, that's my I never noticed that. Movie. I never noticed that line in this movie until I watched it about a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I just watched it just for fun, <laughs> not even for this. So uh, that's if that shows how much I like this movie, then yeah, that is. So that don't is trust any of his opinions because they're all looking through rose-colored nostalgia goggles. Peyton, you just hate fun movies. I don't hate fun movies. Then why do you hate this movie? I don't hate this movie. I just don't love it in the same way that you do because I don't think it's perfect and you're making it sound perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not perfect. Uh, but I don't think I don't think that ruined it for me. I think it's It didn't kinda... ruin it. It's just a thing that is just like why? You could have a great scene of them trying to figure out what he's trying to say and him having to like gesture and do all this stuff. Perfect. They you know they need the runtime. Yes. Like, they can afford to give a few extra seconds to them figuring out what this kid means. They don't have to have the fish understand him. It's just like a little... It's this kind of dumb, lazy stuff, like not creating your own Indiana Jones scene, just throwing in Indiana Jones that's annoying and feels like DreamWorks to me. Okay. Disney is known for putting in the work. Yeah. And this movie doesn't put in the work for me. I have the funny thing of... Is that they can't understand the alien... But they can understand fish just fine, and he doesn't yeah. change up anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I really like that. I thought that was very funny. Uh, and so they go to return Kirby back to his parents. They grab him, and then like he's running off, so they don't they don't really have him. And Chicken Little gets grabbed by his dad, mm-hmm. and he's like, "We gotta go." Like, you were right. My bad. I'm sorry. And he's like, "Nah, Dad. I gotta go do something. We gotta go do this." And they're having, like, this fight, like, back and forth. No, 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 we got to go. And his dad says, tell me what's wrong. And Chicken Little says, nah, you wouldn't believe me. It's like one of those emotional beats because, you know, this entire time, his dad's like, no, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're crazy. You know, it's just your imagination or something like that. Well, everyone thinks he's crazy. At the very beginning of the movie, the reporter says, just gibberish gibberish of an insane person (laughs) like like they all think he's insane Mm -hmm. and the dad is the biggest proponent of that like the dad is basically like leading the charge against chicken little yeah the dad is one of the biggest supporters of him being crazy and stupid because it feels like it he feels like it makes him look better if his son's crazy his son's not just a bad egg his son's just he's just a weird one he's just crazy not just a bad egg yeah Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm 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 Okay, I see. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty see, good. I had to slide in a pun in this one. All the accidental ones in the Shark Tale episodes. <laughs> I was like, I gotta do one. Uh, but, what's his name? Buck? Yeah. Buck Cluck sucks. Buck Cluck. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. We're gonna start selling merch, and one of them's gonna be Buck Cluck sucks. I veto that. Why? He does suck. He's the worst character in this whole movie. That I true. agree with you, but it's still Chicken Little Slander, and I don't allow it. <laughs> We can put something else. We can probably no. figure something else. We can we can do it. We'll do anti Shark Tale merch for sure. For sure. I support that. Yeah, One that says it's Kelpie never cream. Oscar time. Kelpie cream. Even though you said it's always Oscar time. But then we, anyway, it, it always we, is. We retracted <laughs> our statement saying it's never Oscar time. Okay, continue. But <laughs> emotional beat, father son. Yes. And then they go running off, and somehow they get to the town without getting vaporized. Yeah. Because they're the main characters. Wait, can we okay? Can we talk about the the alien? So Kirby and Chicken Little. At one point, they're in the theater, and they just have this secret handshake out of nowhere. 
like this really long drawn out stupid secret handshake they didn't have time to learn it they just met each other why include that see it's those stupid things and it's like that's not Disney. That's, That's why this movie needs an extra hour. Yeah. I'm so telling they, you. So they can do in it In my once. notes, I said, I don't have a problem with how this movie goes from a long, drawn-out baseball scene to, like, aliens. Like, that doesn't bother me. I just need smoother transitions between them, which is why I just need more movie. I was like, I need at least a scene or two more of Kirby just hanging out with the main group of characters. I'm, I'm okay with this movie being longer if you give me backstory. Give me flashbacks to... Give me 10 minutes of Chicken Little and the crew hanging out with Kirby before the third act starts. Give me and 20 give minutes me of backstory. at least a little bit about the mom and yeah. that situation I want, and what happened there. I, I need you to give me more of Chicken Little and Buck Cluck's relationship before the mom died to show me that it was good. Make me care that the mom died because I don't care. There's nothing in this movie to make me care or to sympathize with them for the mom dying. They just okay, kind but of the music that they it. played in that scene was really, really sad. They play sad music, but sad music isn't enough to make me care. <laughs> it, it, it's enough for me. <laughs> that's the I'm thing. telling you, I've watched this movie hey, twice in the last the whole, two months, and that's I was the whole I was, thing with this I'm movie upset. for you. This movie, that's your whole the, like theology of this movie is just, it's enough for me. You do. That's have the a whole mood of nostalgia. You are you are being very biased, and it's okay. You love this movie. I know personally. There's a movie that we're coming up. I don't know if it's the next one. Maybe it is the next one. I don't know. I don't know. You, you erased a list off the whiteboard. Yes, I know. I'm, <laughs> can I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Ooh, such a good movie. <laughs> I know right now, and I'm going to give a disclaimer. When we do that episode, I am going to be so biased. It's not even going to be good. I'm going to need you guys to be unbiased like I'm being here because I love that movie. I almost on our bios that are on our Instagram, shout out our Instagram at the Act Four Podcast. Yes. Um, I put nineteen seventeen my favorite movie. I was this close to making it say Shark Boy and Lava Girl. You could have if you could have. You were the one that established the rules that we couldn't put two movies for that. I know, I know. So that's your fault. I know. Well, no, I almost put that over nineteen seventeen. Oh. And nineteen seventeen is good. I loved Shark Boy and Lava Girl as a kid. Watching it now. Parts of it are going to be like ruined for me because I'm older and mature and know what a good movie is. But also, I'm going to be so biased. And I think that, like, I'm going to give that disclaimer because I know I'm going to be biased. Peyton, we're going to have a problem. I just need you to acknowledge that you're biased with this movie. We're going to have a problem. Are you going to feel the same way with that I one? will also feel the exact same way with <laughs> Shark Boy and Love All right, then. you got to be the voice of reason, Joe. Because I cannot be the voice of I don't of know if I can because I love that movie <laughs> that'll too. Be the, that'll be an interesting episode. Uh, it's going to be a Maybe great I'll episode. find out I hate it. And I really hope I don't because I love that movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, it okay. is a great movie. Shark Boy and Lava Girl might have more fire music than Chicken Little. Back. Oh, 100% has more fire music than Chicken Little. Back to Chicken Little. 100%. We, we're on Chicken Little. Let's get back to Chicken Little here. All right. Uh, Invasion. It's going down. Things are getting intense. The mayor is... Fending for his life in one of my favorite little lines of dialogue to where he holds key up the, the giant city. key to the city. It gets vaporized. He holds up the key to his car. It gets which vaporized. Is just, which and is then just he, a smaller key to the city. It's not even like a car key. Yeah. yeah. And then he just goes, tic-tac. <laughs> and the and little box is actually tic-tac. Tic-tac. Yeah. Tic-tac branded. Yeah. So like, spit, 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 spit it out. Spit it out. Yeah, I'll fight you. No, but like Tic Tac straight up paid for product placement in this movie, and that's how they threw it in there. Like, Tic Tac. So good. And they, and get, they get it twice. twice. They yeah. get it twice. They get it twice. But 
They get to we we see that the parents ship is above of course the city hall. Like where else is it gonna be? Yeah. That's how it is. It's always above the Apparently important. they have a city hall. <laughs> they I do mean, have a city we, hall. We've never seen the city we hall until now. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. It was in the intro. It was in the intro. Yep. Was it? Okay, well, but see, the, the thing bus is, drives we just don't by know. It. Okay, the bus drives by. And we also we don't see... know this town. I wish yeah. we did. I wish they spent a little bit. Give me, give me three minutes establishing what this town is, too, when, if we're rewriting the movie. Give me some okay. to know where they are. Okay. Yeah. Definitely need to do that. That's the big problem I have with the movie. Yeah. So, definitely need to do that. But... They get to the city hall. They climb up. They like go up all the flights of stairs, and you get the funny scene where they're running up the stairs and like, like curvy and stories. Curvy yeah. and Chicken Little are doing fine, and you got Buck just like slowly becoming <laughs> less, like less and less fine. And then before that, there's the scene where they're driving the fire truck. Yes, oh. dude. And then, and then it's like, and then Runt goes, "We'll survive." And then the piano hit, and then the music starts up, and it's like, "Florida Abbey." <laughs> Oh, uh, but before that, <laughs> oh, Chicken Little and Abby kiss for some reason. Yeah. Because they got to have a kiss. You know, that's, you know it. It's like all the other DreamWorks movies. Yeah. Got to force a kiss in there. Hey, that wasn't forced, bro. That was leading up the entire movie. And Thank yes, you. I did call this a DreamWorks movie because this is the most DreamWorks of all the Disney movies. I'm fine with that. DreamWorks movies are good. It just shows that time. Disney's superior because they take the DreamWorks formula and do it way better. Facts. <laughs> You saying Fact, this is absolutely. better than Shrek? You you cannot say that this is better hey, than Shrek. Better the than... DreamWorks formula is Shrek. That's true. And every other DreamWorks movie is just trying to be a new Shrek. For at least the early DreamWorks. They start to get away from it with like how to change your dragon and kung fu. Shrek 2 is better than Shrek. So. Okay, but it's still Shrek. It's still Shrek. I'll give you that. <laughs> Chicken Little should have been nominated for an Oscar. No, 100% not. Yes. Hold yes. Up. What that, won that year? What was nominated that year? And I'll tell you if it should have been. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, so but, while you're looking okay, that so up. we'll do that. They get there. I think this was the Happy Feet year, was it? God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I know your least favorite movie is Happy Feet 2. Happy Feet 2. <laughs> not Happy Feet. <laughs> okay, no, so they, they get, get to, to the, the top. top, give the kid back. The whole misunderstanding. First stuff. off, first off, Chicken Little gets out and Buck can't get out the, mm-hmm. get out of it, um, and so everyone starts, like all the aliens start climbing up because they see the kid there. Yeah. And, and Buck just goes back in and then busts out this, this yeah. um, just breaks all metal, the metal. Yeah. Metal acorn. Just super strong rooster. Like, um, mm. And then they get into the ship, and you got Melvin, who's the dad alien. He's using his big voice. Yep. And he's like, silence. Why did you take my child? And, and then the yeah. child pops up and he's like, That's a pretty <laughs> good, <laughs> Yep, that's that's a good, good, uh, uh, you I know, don't know what word I'm looking for. Like, uh, <laughs> impersonation. <laughs> yes, that word. Yes. <laughs> good impersonation. The mom, the mom comes in. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> and the mom comes in. Today's like, episode of Act 4 is brought to you by the word impersonation. impersonation. <laughs> Also, this was a strange year for animated feature nominees. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. No right, DreamWorks, no Disney in, in any of it. What? <laughs> there was Wallace and Gromit, Ooh. Okay. Tim Burton's Corpse Bride, Ooh. and okay. Howl's Moving Company, which was a Japanese like anime movie, and Wallace and Gromit won. I'm alright with that. Okay, but why not? <laughs> Alright, this was Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Yeah. Fun fact, 
This movie terrified me as a child. Because <laughs> uh. it was like a Halloween Wallace and Gromit. Yes. I didn't freaks with it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like Wallace and Gromit. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. So but you know, I didn't ask. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So that was not cash money. We're trying to finish this episode, Joe. We can't. We cannot <laughs> split this into two episodes. We cannot have another Shark Tale. We I'm don't not have saying we are. I'm with this one. All right. All right, so so we're almost we're almost to the to the dance scene. They Let's basically go. they basically get it to the point where they realize it was all a misunderstanding. They get down, they get put back down. Everything's getting put back up. They say everybody's fine except for Foxy Loxy, <laughs> who's like their her brain waves got scrambled and like re-entering or something. <laughs> where yeah. are her parents? And then, <laughs> because once I, is the one that speaks for her says no, I mean, just leave her like this. She's perfect and like. First of all, that's creepy. It is very creepy. <laughs> He's like, I like her like this. Leave her. Lollipop. Lollipop. Boom, boom, boom. And everything gets put, put back. They realize that the only reason they come to Earth is to get the acorns or pecans because they say they make a acorns. Pe- they say they make a pecan pie, though. Yeah, well, they, they always go to Oaky Oaks to get the acorns because they have the best acorns in the universe. Yep. And they only find that other planets have acorns, not yes. as good as the ones in Oki Oaks. Yep, exactly. The best <laughs> checks out to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're the best planet. They're the best acorns in the world, and we have the best world. So, boom. <laughs> okay, <laughs> boom. Uh, and <laughs> so they're like, "We got to go to the in-laws now." Bye. Ooh. But Melvin has a has a Disney as a Walt Disney. The Mickey Mouse yeah, watch. He's got a Mickey Mouse, Mouse with and three, it has eyes. three eyes yep. because the aliens have three eyes. So it's like a nice little nod there, and they go zoom off, reminding you that this is in fact not DreamWorks. Yeah, just throwing that in there. You True. still on about that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason they put that in there. It's like we don't want people thinking this is too much like DreamWorks. So let's put Mickey Mouse in there. Yeah, but then we get like time later, might be a year. These guys don't look like they've aged a bit. Yeah, it's a year later. Uh, and they have this new this new movie. Okay, wait. Before they watch the movie, there's one thing when they're like, they're talking about, oh, I want I wonder how close they'll stick to it when they make the new movie. And they said, one thing they will never do is mess with a good story. That's what this whole movie did. <laughs> it just completely threw out the chicken little story and made it about aliens and this whole other thing. So I thought that was a funny, like, subtle nod to the fact that, like, yeah, we're not sticking to the source material. Okay. So I'll give you that. Okay, that anyways, funny. continue. That was pretty funny. But then we get to this. It's this ridiculous scene where they're all in a spaceship. You got Ace, or like this, this is in a Hollywood movie. Yes, this, this is, doesn't. This isn't like the main character. Yes, this, this is. This is. This <laughs> in case is, you haven't seen it, Ace, and this is like this big chicken, and he's like buff, like buff. and he's wearing a tight shirt. He's voiced by Adam West. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Yes, and then you got fish out of water. Um, which is just like this like intelligent fish and he turns around and he goes they're coming like the aliens are coming get ready to fire and then Abby is like of course like a very attractive duck yes. apparently in this world she's like they like idealized her for the yes. animals or something I don't know and she's like oh what are we gonna do da 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 <laughs> uh, and they're like the girl character yes exactly <laughs> and <laughs> and then we get to my favorite character in the entire movie, Hollywood Runt, because <laughs> Chicken Little turns on the screen and it's Hollywood Runt has his own spaceship and he's like, "All right, it's up to me, and more and like to a lesser extent you to save the world," and so they go and they save the world, but 
they're like, are you ready, Runt? And Runt's like, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low. And then they start playing, ain't no mountain high enough. Uh, and it's absolutely great. And they're going and they're going. And they're all watching the movie. And we got cut to all the audience going in this screening past all the main characters. And you hear Runt and Hollywood Runt in the background, just leave me some ammo, some water. And some chips if you have it. And Runt turns, <laughs> and Runt turns and goes, "This is surprisingly accurate," because <laughs> that's an actual line that he said earlier yeah, in yeah, the movie. Yeah. And they just brought it back. Yeah. I forgot who said it in the like in the movie scene, but one of the characters says that it's intergalactic code nine zero two one zero. I can't remember who says it. I, it might have been Fish. I think Fish was the one that said Probably. it. <laughs> that makes sense. But, but I thought that was a funny just. Because why not just and throw then, it in there? And then after this movie, they roll credits, and it's a dance scene yes. to music. To the um, most DreamWorks way possible. What what song is it? I don't even know right now. Oh, uh, I know it. Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Yes. Yeah. Don't Go Breaking My Heart. I also associate that song to the end of this movie. Yes. Yes. Because they, they threw a dance scene in there. But at least they didn't make it part of the movie, like Shark Tale. Even though they had the runtime, they could have easily done that. They threw it in the credits, so they're not going full DreamWorks, but they still did it. Mm-hmm. Um, one I think, thing I one thing I wrote in my notes is like I'd rather watch this Hollywood movie at the end if they made that into a whole movie than I think I would like watch the actual Chicken Little movie. I, I'd probably watch both. Just that <laughs> yeah. if I get more Hollywood run, for sure. <laughs> um, All right, but I think to end this episode, we should each say our favorite character. Yeah, go around and do that. That you you want to go? Want to go first? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for sure, it's got to be porcupine porcupine mm. just super cool dude like the best thing is when they're playing dodgeball like the coach has to cut it for a second and he's walking out um porcupine out to go to the nurse because he's just got all the balls stuck like in his quills he's just like yeah that's yeah. right yeah i got out of dodgeball <laughs> he's like walking out and he just like points at, the, yeah. at, at everybody <laughs> yep <laughs> And just uh, leaves. Another great part is when they're telling him not to swing, and he just goes, and it, it shows him, and he just goes, he goes no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's probably my favorite character. Purely one-liners. Yes, 100%. One-worders. Yes, <laughs> yes, one-worders. Um, so, I guess I'll go next. Um, my favorite character, I just said it, Hollywood Run. Mm-hmm. He has two lines in the entire movie, <laughs> but they're all great. I love the design of him. He's just so... Cool it's looking. so great, and yeah. I would love. I want more Hollywood run, more Hollywood run. I want. I want the movie that they made at the end to be an actual movie, so I can. I can watch it. All right, everybody, you already know where I'm going. No, I don't. Fish out of water. Oh yes, yeah, okay, I knew where you were going. One hundred percent. Every single little scene that he's in is just elevated because the characters will be having dialogue together. And then he's kind of just there all the time, and I absolutely love it. My favorite scene with him, it's like it's a toss-up between the King Kong scene mm-hmm. where he, where Abby is ripping movie. out all of the pages of the magazine, and he's just folding them into an origami Empire State Building <laughs> to climb up. That's strong enough to support his weight on the top. And, and then he has these yeah. realistic planes And then he has the around. realistic planes. Love that scene. But one of my favorite ones, I said it to y'all on Snapchat last night while I was watching it. And I was like, oh, I yeah, love yeah. him in all caps. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's watching baseball and somehow he has face paint on in his tank. <laughs> inside which the is, water. Inside it's the water. Shark water tank helmet, logic. Which is so. Shark tank? 
or Shark Tale logic. <laughs> Shark Tank's different. Shark I know, Tale but logic. It, all right, but the, the paint, paint underwater, he, it's the same thing. Okay, continue. It's not essential to the plot, so it doesn't really matter. That doesn't much. matter. I'm just it's saying. Funny. Still, but he's Shark so Tank. hyped up for baseball, he just crushes a can on his head, spikes it on the ground, and then just starts dancing. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like. How could you not laugh at that? Like he's just that funny of a character. It I would, love him. Oh yeah, it's it's great. And, um, yeah, but uh, he he is a good character. I do agree that they wrote his character well. Yeah, and I'm it glad really, they didn't give him like dialogue because I think that would have messed him up. It a lot. definitely would have messed yeah. him up. It's like headphone guy. Headphone guy was cool because he was just vibing all the time. Yeah, that's the same with fish out of water. He's just vibing all the time. He's just mm-hmm. in it more than headphone. Guy. I guess I have a type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A silent type. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's all we have today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you got got through this, yeah, thanks for listening. Go follow us on Instagram at, at the Act 4 Podcast. Uh, we have a link in our bio there. Submit us a form. You can send us feedback, recommendations for movie. And if uh, we do your movie, we might give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a wrap.